guys. Hi, welcome back to Mom Get Your Shit Together. Car version, but this time we're driving. I am driving safely, don't worry. Um, so I am in the car with my very good friend, writer, comedian, activist, Laura Menino. Hello. Hello, girl. A loving podcast, car trip. Oh my god. This is this is as um, (laughs) real as it gets. Yep. So I'm switching lanes. (laughs) Um, Right now, Laura and I are on our way back from um, a retreat, our mom retreat at Running Springs at Pally. Is it called Pally or Polly? I don't know. Pally. Pally Pally retreat. Pally retreat. Yeah, that sounds right. Right. So we're now on our way back um, from a weekend uh, with a bunch of moms, and um, I mean, this was self-care. Uh, I mean, that it, it's that's what it was. It was just basically a bunch of moms uh, going away. Some people did some mushrooms. So lots of people ate some weed. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of uh, boozing, uh, karaoke. There was a talent show. It was very exciting. Um, and so um, I uh, wanted to have a chat on the way back so we could talk about our experience of like contri- our, our contribution to um, our self-care and, um, and how it all kind of played out. So how are you feeling after the weekend? <laughs> it's so funny how the goal is self-care but then at the end it's broken ankles yeah altitude sickness yes yes <laughs> stomach viruses yeah. um gashes yeah so <laughs> so this retreat like so it's in you know it's in running springs and what's the elevation there i don't know but it is higher than where we live yeah. and uh that continues to pose a challenge it's interesting because yeah. um last year when we went i um i think it was four or five months postpartum with Charlie and I was fine I felt like I didn't have any asthma issues this time I had an asthma attack Um, I um, and for those of you who don't know I don't know if I've talked about this but I developed asthma when I was pregnant with Charlie so he gave me asthma which was uh, I'm sure I'm totally gonna like talk about that uh, when he's not doing his homework later (laughs) you gave me asthma um but like you know but other than that it was it was fun and I think that Laura and I took a different approach this year yeah it is a place like if you want a zip line, throw an axe, <laughs> uh, shoot an arrow, yes, um, walk through ravines sure. and up ravines and through creeks, battle you, animals, ba- yeah, field day. You can do all of those things, yeah. But Amy and I are sort of like we're the kids smoking underneath the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we were the, the bad kids. kids. <laughs> we're the goth yeah. bad kids who yeah. scowls so, at everyone. Exactly. Uh, participation, and that is not who we are in real life. Mm-hmm. But something about this retreat, I think it's interesting. The retreat really brings out different things in people, like like who you aspire to be or I think the go-getters of course the people who run the retreat are go-getters all the time always around the clock I agree Um, but I think it's really interesting that some people are really attracted to sign me up for absolutely everything I'm going to put on some utility wear and I'm going to (laughs) go and then we are just like I don't want to do anything Anything. at all yeah so this year we definitely so last year Laura and I 
were like, oh, we should sign up for yeah. things. This nature walk yeah. and workshops. this workshop <laughs> and this <laughs> lectures. Lectures seminars. And, and it's it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But in reality, I ended up doing a zip line and then fucking being hungover. Right. So right. um and uh, so this year, Laura and I made a very conscious decision yeah. to not do a goddamn thing. Right. So we, Laura actually s- s- created her own activity, which was a Bloody Mary bar yes. in our cabin. Because <laughs> uh, as somebody who does a lot of stuff outside of life, and I'm one of those like eager beaver people, <laughs> uh, I, I try very hard to not do that at Third Shape, but then I feel immediately guilty. So I try to find a way to look like I'm doing something productive, but that really serves my needs, yes. which is Bloody Mary's. <laughs> so, Absolutely. It was perfect. Yes. I had a Bloody Mary bar and I, yeah. We had a great time. It was a lot of spices. A lot of spices. Uh, I mean, she, you guys, she brought celery salt. Celery like, salt. Like, she does not yeah. fuck around. Yes. Rimmed it. She rimmed celery that shit. Celery salt rim job for uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really lovely because um, I think that we actually, we, like, were very much living our truth. Yeah. Like, we, um, for instance, a lot of people were like, this is an awesome opportunity for me to not shower for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and I... To my core, I'm like, I showered three times one day and wore makeup and stuff. And not even because, I mean, it was all moms. It was nothing but moms. Um, But it's like, that's just who I am. And it was cool. Like, uh, I I mean, like I had makeup for us to sit around and talk to other moms while drinking Bloody Marys. And that was great. Um, But yeah, we had a really great cabin. We had some good friends in there. Um, Steph Garcia, who's been on the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, who's expecting her second baby in a couple months. And then um, a friend of the podcast, um, Alicia Gaddis, who is a performer and an author. She was also in our cabin um, and she was really fun. So we had it. We had a great a great time. I thought it was really interesting what everyone packed, which I think is another thing that is indicative of like who you really are, but also what you want to be at this trip. Like I was shocked that everyone brought so much makeup. <laughs> I was one of those, like I'll take a shower and I'll moisturize yeah. something. Yes. But I was so excited. I think I brought concealer because I had just assumed my face was going to do something right. <laughs> awful. Right. And, um, but I was so excited to pack zipperless, shapeless garbage from Old Navy and Target. Yes. And um, because most trips, it is uh, what I have to have a million outfits for the million things I'm going to do today and just be ready for everything. Uh, And I just loved that I could just take a bunch of black and gray garbage from Target and throw it in a bag (laughs) and be done with it. And I just thought that it of itself was a break. Uh, But also, I was so impressed with how beautiful everyone looked for all of you who cared to bring makeup. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. I also then completely took over the skincare section of the swap. Right. So really, I, uh, who am I to talk? Right. So we should get into that. Right. Um, we're just checking on battery, yeah. checking the looks good. So um, we should get into this swap yeah. situation. So uh, last year, someone organized a big clothing swap. And I have to be honest that I'm not, I wasn't super fami- familiar with what a clothing swap was until like this last year. 
Um, but people like empty out their closets and then trade shit. And I and it's really great and it's fun. But I can tell you, so this year, I didn't bring anything last year. This year I brought like a lot of stuff. Um, because uh, I have a problem with shopping. <laughs> so I brought like shoes and a ton of skincare, of course, ton of clothes, you know, dropped it off. And then we had to get like these tickets so that we could go to the swap and shop around. And it's like, I realized what a fucking monster I am when I was <laughs> because it was like the second I got in there. And like, you know, obviously, like you want to keep your shit together. Right. But how did you do in there? Well, so here's my deal. Also, really fascinating how people are who who you really are and who you want to be yeah. at this. Uh, I love the idea of shopping. When I shop, I go through the store. I collect a giant pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll find one sort of middle, um, like or like an end cap, and throw it all and sort it through. And then right. I'll go into uh, go into the dresser. And I'm like I have a system. But then when I went into the swap, which was amazingly organized, it was amazing. But it was so much. And so many piles, and so many people just going through piles of things. Like, like, I don't think I have social anxiety, but that's that is when my anxiety went through the roof. Right. Like, I can't call through piles and also climb over people. So I'm just gonna grab what I see that's easy. Right. Uh, and then I also have a lot of swap regret. Like, oh, this looks cute, and then I bring it home, and I'm like, okay, this is just gonna be the other the thing I bring to this next the next swap because it's yeah. not working. Right. Uh, so I just beelined it to the skincare and to accessories. So I did handbags sunglasses yes. skincare I did find a great jean jacket uh, so yeah yeah but I mean you, you did very really well you redid your whole wardrobe like you found amazing finds well in- if we could get if I could give a shout out to Alicia yes she she won the swap she won yes she won it. <laughs> if that was a field game she, she would have won, won. <laughs> yes. um, she was really good at it and it was and it it's fun because she and I were like so high from it we're like look at what my god right. and then of course we're packing up the car today and I'm like motherfucker <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I think I ended up taking all of your skincare if I just went to your house yes, I know. on Tuesday and yes. took all your shit we would have a less packed car right now yeah you did great <laughs> so let's talk about like what so yeah. le- since you did get skincare what did you get uh, I got all of Kate Spencer's Kai's lotion so everyone in wrinkles 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 be mad at me yeah <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, a body butters. Yeah. Because I'm going through a thing where I'm a little bit on a budget. So I just sort of like get a little cheap when it comes to an all over body moisturizer. Which totally. is fine. Like I just sort of target that. And so it was nice to get fancy smelling body butter. Um, yeah. Lactic acid. Can we talk about that? Let's because get in there. I never had that as part of my routine. Yes. And now I have a full bottle of the ordinary lactic acid, which I tried on yesterday and there's a bit of a tingle. Yeah. And it's that an was exciting. Oh, cool. So yeah. do I use that? I use a P50 in the morning. Okay. Um, which is sort of an exfoliator. Sure. And then vitamin C uh-huh. and then toner and then like a sunscreen moisturizer. Good. So at nighttime, I will sometimes double cleanse with like the drunk elephant juju bar mm-hmm. and a cleanser and then uh, retinol and then moisturizer. So where does lactic acid fit? Okay. Well, so what I've learned from our um, beloved trainer Renee yeah. is exfoliation should happen at night. Oh, Because okay. your skin repairs itself at night when you're sleeping. So I, um, so lactic acid I would say do retinol at night. Right. And lactic acid at night only. And you oh, can like, alternate days. And alternate days. Yes. Okay. Of course, I'm not an expert, right. but, and everyone, you know, 
if you can go get like you know an assessment from a skincare yeah. professional um but um yeah and also you, you don't have to cleanse in the morning you can just splash your face off oh that's right yeah. i don't really do that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like cleansing uh, is for a night I mean, yeah right um but yeah so lactic acid um from the ordinary is great and i've talked about the ordinary yeah. before it's affordable it's high concentrated products mm-hmm. and it's awesome you can get it online I think now Ulta is selling it which is kind of like ooh fancy and this but of course if there are any um, Ultas ever this uh, that end cap is always completely ravaged like you will never find anything Um, but uh, yeah so it's a great exfoliator for night it just kind of helps slough off like the dead skin cells and when you're sleeping and then like the body's producing all the natural oils so um, yeah so what Trina told me is that like we our like natural instinct is to like wash our face in the morning to get the oil off right. when that's the oil that we should be keeping on. Um, so I've been just splashing my face with cold water okay. in the morning and then putting on um, an antioxidant like a vitamin C okay. and then a um, hyaluronic acid and then a, a face moisturizer. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So maybe I could switch off Hmm. I have to figure out where I put P50 in the mix, which is incredibly expensive. So I'm I would excited say it night to maybe I could swap that out with like P50 lactic acid. I could switch those things. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think I you can around. actually mm-hmm. use because it's a that's a liquid that's a toner, right? It's like a toner, but it has exfoliating right. factors. And I would that really say it gets night. rid of my bumps in my forehead. Which yeah. I, I know <laughs> that shit is amazing. So yeah. P50, can you? T- Tell me more about it because I know it's like it's like an old formulation. It's right. pretty famous, right? So what have you? What do you know about uh, it? So BioLeak Regier, is that am I saying it correctly? Uh, yes, I think it's been around since the '70s, but their 1970 formula is basically. I think asbestos, but if it oh my were, God. Yeah, it was like gasoline. It was fennel. It's fennel, yes. Which is like gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? I think so. Ah. Or is that like what? Uh, is that like Michael Jackson sleepy time stuff? Maybe <laughs> fentanyl. Oh Maybe I'm getting mixed up with fentanyl. Good night, good sweet night. boy. That's, ter- that's, that's why his skin terrible. Is very smooth. That's why he was so um, Jesus. <laughs> but they still sell that formula, but maybe it's not as illegal. Yeah, I mean, I think for it's those like those older ladies who are like, yeah, I put garbage on my face and it works. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's it. illegal, but right. it's certainly like not. Something that people, I think, use regularly right, now. Right, right. But then again, you see the women who use it, and they're like, I'm 94 years old. <laughs> but they look, they look 19, so you're like, um, all right. They, so, yeah, so I have learned about it here in the pile. Mm-hmm. And um, I started using it last year, and I have, uh, I feel like I have combination skin. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my skin will air a little oiler oily than drier Mm -hmm. but I also have I get a lot of bumps on my forehead Uh, some uh, facial lady esthetician explained that I have the um fun problem of having my pores are too small so that all the all the oil and goop just piles up on top of them that's, <gasps> that's fine amazing so everybody wants small pores not really not great <laughs> uh, it's a hard life right uh, so <laughs> I have found the P50 and it, 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 it stings a little bit but yeah. it is it's like I think it is like a toner 
exfoliant. Um, but I'll use it. I've been using it in the morning if I wash my face or I splash some water on my face after a shower. Uh, but maybe I should. It should be a nighttime thing. But anyway, I really feel like it has cleared all like the whiteheads on my. Um, chin and all of the bumps on my uh, forehead and I just feel like my skin is generally smoother mm -hmm. um, so yeah I try to use that every day or every other day but mm -hmm. maybe it's too much I don't know that's I fine it's so. really expensive so uh, yeah. somebody tell me not to use it all the time and yeah. I will gladly follow I um, I, I, mean, I think it just depends on how it like if not that I know right. but I think if it like if your skin hurts, like even if you put water on it, right. then it's too much. Right. But no, I mean, if it's working for yeah. you, yeah, then yeah. Cool. Um, I um, I actually, I can't remember if I talked about this or not, but I discovered Carol's daughter. Um, there's an um, there's a liquid exfoliator you put on at night. It's like BHA. I don't know what the percentage is, right. but it is excellent. Oh. It um, is excellent. So I've started incorporating that into my night routine, oh. um, and I love it. I just think it's so good. So one of the things that I really, really, really noticed in the high elevation, obviously, like, we live in L.A., okay. and I, you know, people live all over, and the temperature's fucked because we're living on the sun yeah. um and uh, no climate, climate change left. is yeah. real <laughs> and um <laughs> but um i was really um stunned at how immediately in the dry air like my face yeah started to like fall off right. in yeah. sheets yeah. you know so um so i was um just like really cognizant of overdoing it with um like the ointments and stuff to like keep my skin from right. like not falling off right. but my lips too my, my lips, lips are there's just not enough water there's not enough lip balm in the world in the for world. what's happening with my lips yeah, yeah. i'm all, i feel like i'm at that age too where now i'm constantly seeking like that that thing that will solve right. the lip problem. I've never given a shit about my like chapped lips, and suddenly it's like oh. all you think about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is definitely a thing. But how did you fare? Like, did you feel like the weather affected your? Uh, I realized most of yesterday when I went unshowered, I was like, oh, I should have probably put sunscreen on me. But then I also I did nothing outside. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was okay, but again, I think my skin is already, it can get a little oily. So I think I do well in dry weather because I think I already have a little bit of oil to work with. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm happy to be home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Even um, at a little, yeah. And uh, yeah, I brought a bunch of stuff, but that's the other thing where I think I brought, I didn't bring any makeup, but I brought all my skincare shit. Cool. And I was like, why did I think I was going to go through my regimen when I'm a lunatic all day <laughs> right. um, partying until whenever that I was going to sit and just like go through a 12 step Korean skincare process yeah. while after right. just spending the whole day drinking outside in high elevation. Yes. Uh, so, so really that was probably the problem. We brought it yeah. on ourselves. Selves. Is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are pickling yourself with bloody berries at noon. Absolutely. In, a, in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And on Everest. Right. Um, yeah. It was, um, it 
it was a uh, a reminder to be like first of all the most important thing you can do for your body and your skin is fucking drink water right. oh my god I was like I don't remember when I peed last right. and when I did it just came out like <laughs> like, like bricks yeah yeah exactly like Lego bricks totally just like so thick and yeah. yellow and I was like oh my god so that was not good um and that was that and I'm like, no, it's the altitude. Oh, no, it's because I'm no, not drinking right. any water. So, um, so I really, uh, and also because I'm, you know, I'm on tour. Like, I have, I, I've been, like, really cognizant of, like, okay, I have to take all these vitamins. I have to, like, boost my immune system. So that was not a good mo- move oh, on my right. part to not, like, be chugging water. So um, by the second day, like, afternoon, I just started just, like, downing bottles of water. And it was f- better i think it's good to have a day or two to be truly garbage like i think it's actually restorative you know (laughs) like i think when you're studying and working really hard on something it's great to take a break and just shovel kardashian shit into your face or the same thing with this like i think doing the same skincare thing over and over i mean like i'm all about consistency but having a day where you just do nothing and are truly negligent and really give yourself a break from yeah. self-care. Like, I know this was all about self-care, but I think it was also taking a break from self-care. Sure. <laughs> it's like, I'm just gonna fester in my own filth for a day and maintain a buzz and not brush my hair. And yeah, hell yeah. That, you know, yeah. I think that is as restorative as, you know, sitting and steaming your vagina and, <laughs> and doing collagen sheet masks. Uh, yes. In, uh, yeah. Can we touch on the steaming your vagina? Right. What is that? Do you know anything about uh, that? Um, I it was a, It's a Gwyneth Paltrow goop thing, or okay. that's when it really kind of got into fashion. I think it was, I don't know what the benefits are. Yeah. Um, I've totally forgot. Uh, I should. I could Google. That I'm very up. interested. If anyone does, it's called yon, yoni steaming. Oh, then, then, Is then, that? And that's when you put the egg up there. Oh. <laughs> and I think that's just to basically do kegels and to like exercise your what? vaginal muscle. Oh, right. Sure. Right. So but you put the, an egg up like you're yeah. a chicken. Yeah. Okay. Well. I know. You you should just have a whole podcast on it. Somebody who's really into vaggie stuff, you should definitely oh my God. interview that person. I am very if curious. If you're out there. If you're out there, <laughs> there. please come in the podcast yes. and please talk about why I need to steam my puss. Yes. And, and um, vaginal rejuvenation I'm fascinated by. Putting lasers up there. I feel like every putting episode lasers. of Real Housewives of whatever... Uh, they are in a doctor's office, <laughs> legs up, in stirrups, having somebody sticking like a laser up there to tighten things. Oh my Christ! Yeah, a laser. Oh my God! So I don't. So that's um. I mean, look, is vajazzling that... still a thing? I feel like all my vag fads are from ah! 2007, and I'm really <laughs> out out of the loop. The Backstreet Boys <laughs> reference. Yeah. To, um. Uh wow, vajazzling. That's right. When people used to put jewels in their on their poons. Right. Um. God, that was a good year. Yeah. Wasn't that a good time? Um. Uh. Well, I'm very interested in not. And I. I mean, I will not knock it. I'm certainly. Right. Not, I'll 
I'll give it a whirl if people are into it. Um, if I if the it benefits me, not if it's like oh you steam right. your vagina yeah. um, so uh, so that you know you can start um, you know being nicer to people or something. Right. I'll, actually, I would do that. I want to be nicer to people. I try to be nice. Um, I think it's weird because I don't know what you're who you're doing it for who's your audience <laughs> and if it's men I really truly don't think they give a shit no they don't what well, can you right? imagine a Why guy is like on his profile he's yeah. like I only date women who steam their vaginas, vaginas? yeah like ugh and bleach their assholes yeah. and oh. yeah guys we don't need to bleach our assholes right. I promise so like who is that audience who are that's another, that alright we yeah. gotta get a badge we got to get a badge expert in here. And I want to know who the audience is. Who, we got to get it. Why are these people doing this to themselves? And yeah. for who? <laughs> Yourself? You're not down there, really. No. Well, who are you doing this for? I mean, I, yeah. Maybe I did see a, an episode of something, some right. reality thing where she was like, yeah, he's like the veg tightening king or something. King, doctor. king of the Upper West Side. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Veg. Doctor Veg. He has an, as, an ad on the on the subway next to Doctor Zismore. Yeah. Doctor V. Doctor V and Doctor Z. Do you know what I loved about those Doctor Zismore ads? First of all, I grew up in the New York media market, like right outside of New York City, so I remember he did commercials in the eighties, and then. When I lived in New York in like the aughts, uh, he started having those ads with like a rainbow. Yes, is, we're only talking to a very select group of people. The, the, if, the, if anyone is uh, was, lives in New York or has been yeah. on a subway in New York, um, it, like in the two thousand, like early two thousands, right. after nine eleven, it was mm-hmm. like we celebrate Doctor and Mrs Z celebrate yeah. New York, right. Uh, exactly. Uh, the weirdest part of that ad, aside from everything, was that his <laughs> wife looked like Dr. Zismore <laughs> in a hat. It's so weird when wives look at each other, like the Pences, like oh. Mrs. Pence, whatever her name is. Mother. Ju- looks her like name mother, is Mother. Looks like Mike Pence in a wig. Gross. And uh, Mrs. Zismore absolutely looked like Dr. Zismore. In, in a like, hat. In a hat, like a church hat. <gasps> Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, that is absolutely delightful. Yeah. Dr. So Z. Dr. Zismore, make yeah. you look like me. Right. Um fabulous that's amazing get dr zizmore on the show is he still around i don't know dr z you out there right that's one of those things where you discover he died years ago and you're like oh yeah (laughs) oh dang it um but that's magical um so there's something else i want to touch on with you because um uh laura is um very very involved um uh, in like the political side of our lives and certainly like uh, this is not like I don't want to get into like a political debate with anyone and this is has nothing you know I don't want to talk about um, whatever like whatever side you're on doesn't matter but I wanted to touch on something um, with you Laura because like you are very involved like drain the NRA Mm -hmm. has been a um, a huge mission of yours and and also you've been campaigning for um is that the right term yeah <laughs> for, for um elizabeth warren mm-hmm. um who i am 
just so in love I want to find out her skincare. I want to. Her skin looks amazing. She looks gorgeous. She, she looks so great that even Ann Coulter on Twitter, who is, you know, a ghoul yeah. of evil, <laughs> yes. was like, yeah. Elizabeth Warren's skin looks amazing. Yes, she looks <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um, she's lovely. Yeah. Um, so, um, and even if you are not, you know, whatever side you're on, y- you don't like Ann Coulter. Right. She's a, she's a real cunt. Yeah. Um, and she's disgusting. So it's, you know, I'm sorry if I lost some listeners, but yeah. like, come on. Um, but, um, so because things are so tense and because people are so freaked out, mm-hmm. um, and because, we're so plugged into like every movement now because of the way that things are falling the fuck apart. Mm-hmm. Um, have how do you think that that affects people? Like how they treat their bodies, how they take care of themselves. Have do you think that that is a contributing factor to things? I can only speak for myself, and I definitely feel the. L- unhealthier <laughs> like yeah. these last three years also compounded where it was also uh, having a kid these last right. four years but both I definitely feel uh, not as healthy okay. I feel like I have gained some weight that I can't get rid of mm-hmm. I used to have a lot of zeal to go to the gym and I don't anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I don't know like I I think I also probably am more into because I turned forty, so I'm into like skincare shit. I'm like, all right, let's just keep what I got because right. it's not gonna get any better. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but I, I think we all feel it's so interesting. This whole like self care phenomenon came in a moment where we are all so freaked out about things outside of ourselves. Yes, and we're putting so much energy outwards. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and so much of our um, anxiety is about things that are happening right. that seem bigger, that are bigger than us and seem so out of our control. So we're constantly reacting to the outside world yes. that it doesn't really lend itself to uh, reflection or moments of quiet or even just reading a book mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and, right. um, and, and taking care of yourself. But yet the self-care phenomenon continues to... Uh, this, that train just sort of operates on a very separate track. Interesting. From like yeah. What's in the zeitgeist, which is all of us freaking out about these things bigger than us. Right. Yeah. That's that's a really yeah. I totally agree, and I I think um, because of like the political climate and everyone is like out of ten all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, I I certainly think that it, there's a. Um, a it leans towards kind of fucking because because when you feel like you have no hope right <laughs> you you know and things right now i can say for myself that it certainly has been um uh i've my fear has has contributed to my anxiety which mm-hmm. has contributed to my depression yeah. which has contributed to me like not being able to focus on things and so like yeah. i have to really um like zero in on what is important and I and I I'm very good at distracting myself so obviously mm-hmm. like my kids are the first thing right and I think that I I because the self-care thing is like I'm like self-care focus on on that right. like and so I think that I like 
I'm like, I can't listen to NPR right now because I'll cry. Yeah. So I'm going to go like wash my hair or something, right. you know. Um, so I I wonder if like if it's th- that like I, I can imagine. I know that there was a poll done or poll, whatever survey that people are drinking 50 percent more in the United oh, States. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And don't you think, okay, maybe it's not separate tracks. Because you know what it is? Maybe it's all about control. Right. Because like, I think if you obsessively listen to NPR and you're at every protest and you have everything, like, that's a control thing. You're trying to, like, make a change. Good, and you should. Right. But you're trying to find what you can control in this world where everything seems off the rail. Yes. And then I think also with the self-care thing, that's a control thing. Right. I think, you know, obsessing about, not obsessing about appearance, but like like people who get really into the gym, really into working out, right. who really have those goals, like like that's a control thing. Right. Like your, like your skin is a control thing. Like, And I don't think it's bad to want to have control. I think we're all should but um yeah i think we're all trying to figure out what control do i have right now yes and if i have some control over something i'm gonna control the fuck out of it right right everything else is just completely bananas (laughs) yes our government is run by like a fucking pack of wolves (laughs) right yeah um yeah it's it's really it's really scary and i agree with you that i think that you're absolutely right like it's the it's the control aspect. Right. Like, what can I control on my end? Yeah. And and so you can control yourself and then, like, then you can, like, lean into other things. Right. Um, uh, you know, wh- on whatever political side you lean right. or whatever. Right. Um, so wh- have you um, done anything consciously to, like, that you're like, okay, I'm noticing that I'm sort of falling back and I'm not taking care of myself because I am so focused or so freaked out. Have, do, what, is there anything that you've like consciously added in? Yeah, or? that's a good thing. I've been trying to be more mindful of that. And, you know, nothing, re- you, you don't realize how much you neglect yourself until you start hanging out with people who don't have kids <laughs> and you see how much time they have oh to put God. towards themselves. All the so when I had an amazing time, uh, my 40th birthday, I went to Palm Springs with our mutual friend, Sean, mm-hmm. and uh, Chip and Leah and Megan, if you're out there we listening. We love you. And, you know, um, Sean and Chip are just like this perfect model of like a gay gay couple they're gorgeous double income no kids and yeah. just like yeah chips like i was just listening to this great podcast about meditation and i'm like i feel like all that meditation stuff or all that like how to be super efficient in the morning or or mindfulness in the morning it it absolutely neglects that a majority of the population of adults have children who just right. like I can't journal because I wake up to someone else's needs immediately. So I'm sorry I can't do my morning pages right now. Right, <laughs> right, right. Doing breakfast and lunch all at the same time. So, um, <laughs> uh, so I think I have been conscious about because I work for so I work from home and I'm a writer and I have a lot of reasons to absolutely never leave my house yes. um, and it's so easy in the morning just also getting sucked into all my volunteer stuff so I have to really just plug in I am going to the gym or I'm going and signing up for this class because right. I was so great about that uh, 
before I had a kid and it all sort of derailed and then the world derailed and I didn't know how to right. get that back into my life. Right. Um, reading, I don't read anymore. I mean, oh my God, I yeah. read newspapers all day and articles and, <laughs> and, and then when I had a kid, all of these parenting books, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't think I've read literature in God knows when. So that right. was one thing I did, actually did at this retreat when everyone, when two o'clock when everyone just sort of was like, died yeah, <laughs> we all were yeah. like we have to die for an half few yeah. hours we'll be back i said like, i'm gonna <laughs> actually read a book yeah so things like that physical activity and reading and just in trying to be inspired again yeah i feel so drained of just putting so much stuff like outward energy that because yes. that's my control thing i'll just right. keep doing things so I can fix stuff. Right. And now I'm in therapy about my issue about fixing things. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, anyway. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm so busy trying to fix my other things. I don't want to fix myself. I don't, you know, I'm tired of fixing things. So I don't care about fixing myself anymore. And that's not good. So... Anyway, that yeah. was a very long ramble. <laughs> no, it was, I mean. <laughs> that turned into therapy. I'm working some stuff out. We're, we're, was, you know, we're just working it out. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I, I've been so curious to talk to you about this because, um, you know, obviously uh, this whole thing is very personal. And mm-hmm. again, like no matter which way you lean or what you believe in, like that's not the point. Um, doesn't matter. It's. It's more like because things feel so heightened now yes, yeah. um, that I I've just noticed that people around me, myself very much included, um, it seems to like uh, either uh, draw you one way or the other where you're like, fuck it, we're all, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're like, I need to focus on something else or else I'm going to throw my, walk into the ocean. Right, <laughs> or whatever. Right. So, um, so, yeah, so it's, I've been curious because you are so, I mean, you are so involved and you are so inspirational in oh, that way. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you're really very committed to creating a better future for everybody and so um and it's really uh really lovely and it's lovely to witness and it's lovely to you know be a friend with someone who's such a good person <laughs> so Amy, um, you guys need a pep talk if you are ever sitting <laughs> with like a gun and a bottle call amy albert <laughs> She will talk you down. I will talk you down, <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> no, but it's true, and it's and it's um and it's really uh it's really really impressive because, uh, I mean, like you do all this stuff. You're raising a kid, and you're working on all these different projects, and then you have the bandwidth to go out in the world and like show people this other side of things and you give people a lot of hope um, because I and I think that we need that so badly right now we need hope in a bottle yes Uh, philosophy just come back do as much yeah Um, so um, so really thank you for that and um, yeah so okay let's recap real quick right okay 
a high elevation. Yeah, not fun. No, not as good for you. No. <laughs> but drink water all yeah. the time. Drink water no matter what. Yeah. Um, I have an app actually that reminds me every hour to I drink know, water. That was really impressive. That <laughs> your water thing rang. I was like, oh. It's not, I, I mean, I fucking that. ignore it. I'm like, fuck right. off. But, um, <laughs> no. but it, it is. It has been. It is good to remember. Um, what else? Take your vitamins. Yes. Um, uh, steam your yonis if yep. if you <laughs> steam your yoni egg before and after <laughs> that steaming. Steam them if you got them. Yeah, steam if you got them. Um, <laughs> and um, what else? A body butter. Yeah. Um, uh, don't be afraid to check out. I think mm. this weekend was a bit of a check out and also a check in. Mm, yeah. <laughs> check outs are also a great opportunity to yeah. check in. Yeah, you don't have to. If you don't want to, you don't have to sign up for all the things. No, that's right. You don't have to sign up for all the things. I think women in particular really need to hear that. Yeah. You do not need to sign up for all of the things. Yeah. You can be like the goth girls underneath the bleachers smoking cigarettes and and doing nothing. Doing nothing. Is maybe sometimes the most constructive thing you can do. Very, that's yeah. lovely. Yes. yes. Uh, and where can we find you? Oh, and I, I want to um, also tell people about um, your sketch. Laura wrote and directed this great sketch, and um, I was very honored to be in it. Amy was amazing. Oh, it was so very good. lovely. And my husband's in it. Um, yes. Great. <clears throat> so, uh, so where funny. and where can they see that? On it's on. You're gonna put on YouTube. It's oh, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's right on my website too. So if you go to Laura Menino dot com you can see the sketch that I wrote and directed starring Amy mm-hmm. and her husband Nick and mm-hmm. uh, National Treasures Betsy Stover and Kim Griffin <laughs> yes. um, and I, I love directing it was really fun I was really I yeah so thank you for going on that journey with me yes you were great uh, but yeah lauramenino.com or you can follow me at lauramenino on Twitter wonderful um as always, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you for riding with me to the retreat. Uh, yeah, thank you for the ride. Uh, my oh, pleasure. we went up the mountain with no gas. That oh, we, was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> I have a Prius, and I fucking pushed it too far. Yeah, man, this Prius, it, like, it, it was amazing. It is, uh, yeah, this sweet little baby this is getting, getting a blast. Yes. Um, so, um, as always, you guys, thank you so much for listening. You were lovely and wonderful, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Mom. Mom, mom, let's get your shit together. Oh, wait, I fucked up. How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. Greetings, dear listeners of Mom, Get Your Shit Together. Are you ready for a promo? Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And we're the hosts of Hella in in Your your 30s. A podcast about a cool couple trying to do adult stuff. So each week we invite you to join us as we try to learn things we should probably already know. Like, how does a stock market work? Can we install that bidet? Why are all of our houseplants dying? This is a podcast for people of all ages. Because remember... Age ain't nothing but a number. But being Hella in Your 30s is a state of mind. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Campfire.